0: Oh my gosh! I'm so excited for you to listen to today's episode. I have an amazing, powerful woman chatting with me today and her energy and wisdom is absolute magic. Anya is an empowerment and mindset coach on a mission to elevate the consciousness of the planet one woman at a time. She believes that the most potent way to transform yourself is through the combination of subconscious reprogramming, energetics, spiritual techniques like meditation, all of which she combines into her coaching. In this episode, we dive into all things, power of the subconscious mind, trauma and how it actually shows up in your current reality, inner child work, overworking and busyness, the importance of self-care, slowing down and resting, and Anya actually also shares a little bit about her journey to becoming a coach and where she is today get yourself comfortable because this episode is an absolute killer and don't forget to tag us both on your stories if you take something away from this episode today if you enjoy it oh my gosh we would appreciate it so much if you helped us spread the word wide and far your love and support honestly means the absolute world all of the details are in the show notes i appreciate you so much and i'm sending you so much love Let's dive into today's body episode. Oh my gosh I am so pumped and so excited for this incredible podcast today. We've not even recorded it yet and I already know it's going to be absolutely insane. This amazing amazing woman who I'm going to introduce to you Butes has actually already been on the potty, was supposed to be on the potty a couple of weeks ago. Um, We've recorded a podcast and then there was issues with the with the the sound and all of the things and she has most kindly Given up some more time to come on to the poddy today, which I'm so grateful for because I'm like, you butes need to hear this woman's magic. This woman wisdom is absolutely incredible and her energy as well is so special we actually met on a group business program that we were in shout out to sam daly i'll tag sam in the show notes because we bloody love sam um we were on a group program together and we actually weren't on any of the live calls together because of our time differences um and we just seem to be drawn energetically towards each other. And we actually said on the last podcast episode, like energy literally never, ever lies. It never lies. It just draws us to people. You just kind of click and connect. And it's just been this beautiful relationship built up online, like over social media, which is just one of the most powerful things about social media. So I'm absolutely honored to just have her here in this space today for her to show her, share her wisdom and magic and few boots to hear it. And I'm so, so grateful that she's again given up the time. A second time round, we've just double checked the voice, the voices, the the sound, to make sure we're all okay and we're all A-okay. So I'd love to introduce this amazing, incredible woman who is a mindset and empowerment coach, Anya. Anya, would you like to pop on and say, (laughs) (laughs) aya? Second time's a charm, isn't it? Yeah, it is.
1: (laughs) Oh, thank you, Abby. I'm so excited to be here. Like as always, our conversations are just—they're potent and they just flow so naturally. So we have no idea what we're going to chat about today, and we both already know it's going to be amazing. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited. Thank
0: you for having me again. Oh my gosh, of course, of course. And Anya, remind me—you're—are you in Canada right now? Is, is Canada? Is it Canada? Yeah, I'm in Vancouver. Yeah, I thought so. I wanted to, um, I wanted to say because of our, because of our locations, because our distance, because Anya's in, and I went to say Canada, I was like, oh my God, wait, is it Canada? I was like, oh, no, 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 because there were so many of us from different places. I was like, yeah, no, it's Canada. And your place that you live in, like, oh my gosh, it literally, I really want to visit Canada at some point, Anya. I'd love to visit. Come, come hang out with us. Come stay with us. Now have yes. got a girl. There. That's so true. I've got like, I'll be like, oh yeah, I'm coming over to Canada. Yeah, the space that you live in, just looks surreal, so beautiful, like the scenery. And because you're not actually originally from Canada, right?
1: no i am you can probably tell that i sound very australian i'm originally from germany but i spent a lot of my youth growing up in australia so
0: hence the aussie accent <laughs> <laughs> and the german name yes on you the german name the aussie accent they're all very confusing and all beautiful i this is another weird thing well obviously you were living in melbourne right and i was living in melbourne but we actually started the program with sam Way after I'd left Melbourne and way after you'd left Melbourne as well, right? Like, how crazy is that? Just another little connection. Because you've another layer of yeah. connection between the two yeah, of yeah, us. Yeah. 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 Wow. Wow. Oh my gosh. Well, perfect. I know the message that's going to be shared on this poddy episode today is going to be absolute magic. And like, everything happens divinely. I know you were struggling with the vid just after our our last party episode. So I'd love for you to share with the beauty, just who are, who's Anya? What, 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 you know, like, what's the journey been to where you're at now? What are you currently doing, where you are? Just let us in on a bit of Anya juice, would you?
1: (laughs) Yeah, you know, I kind of feel like my life, I see my life in kind of like three separate, very defined sections because they were so different. And I've kind of spent equal parts in, you know, first of all, being born in Germany and growing up there until I was nine. And that section of my life being extremely traumatic for me and then escaping to Australia and finally kind of finding uh, freedom and peace and happiness and having like a wonderful time spending my teenage years there and going to university there and really kind of like flourishing and really kind of, you know, embodying my inner Aussie. (laughs) So, you know, that was like, I love Australia. I fell in love with Australia. And to be honest, like I really consider myself more like an Australian at heart, you know, um, kind of spent the golden years of my life there. And then, um, you know, I came to Canada for a kind of working ski vacation. And again, you know, I came here with um, a long-term boyfriend of mine who then kind of, you know, it was, it was over like quite quickly after we moved to Canada. Um, and I considered, you know, it all fell apart. This kind of reminds me a little bit of your story too, Abby, losing your partner after moving to Bali. but, um, you know, and I, I I when that all fell apart, I thought, okay, what am I going to do? Am I just going to stay here by myself, or do I just go home and, you know, like just forget about all of this? And it was a real crossroads in my life. And I ended up deciding that I really need to see. This path out, I like something inside me was like, You're not done here yet, you know? And that was like, you know, looking back now, that was like my intuition speaking. Because shortly after that, I met the man of my dreams, who's now my, you know, we're not married, but I call him my husband. We've, we have two children together. And like, who knew that that was coming? But something inside me was like, You should stay, you know, despite your heartbreak and all of that. Just, just, just stay. So yeah, we're kind of, I feel like I'm in like the third main chapter of my life now. And there has been so much growth in this chapter of my life, so much um, expansion, so much kind of breaking down of old wounds and old traumas. There was a complete change of career for me. Uh, You know, from uh, I was I was an artist for my entire life, a graphic designer, and um, and uh, clearly I am an empowerment coach now, which is like the kind of like a complete one eighty of in careers, as far as you know you know careers are concerned. And that was that kind of all came about because uh, becoming a mother forced me to kind of slow down and stop my avoidant kind of behavior, which was busyness and kind of distracting myself with work. I was a real workaholic. I was like very burnt out and overwhelmed all the time. But I, but I, looking back now, I realized that that was all just a way to avoid um, a lot of pain that I'd been suppressing for many, many years um that stemmed from my childhood and becoming a mom it it hit me and it was so unexpected that it hit me so hard when i became a mom and i i just thought what is going on my anxiety was all over the place i couldn't sleep properly it was just affecting every part of my life and uh I finally just said, I can't handle this anymore. I need help. You know, like we all have that that rock bottom moment where we're like, something needs to change. I'm desperate. So, um, you know, for the first time in my life, I went to therapy and really discovered why, why all of this was happening. Um, You know, I'm a twin and I have a twin sister and the trauma in my life happened when I was three years old. And when, when my two twin girls turned three, um, that was a real reflection in my nervous system of my own trauma at that age, which subconsciously just came back, you know, um, to remind me of what, like what happened to me. So it was just like, they were a mirror of my trauma and, um, I finally just was forced to like look inside and face all of that and heal those buried emotions and, and kind of integrate them into my system. And along the way, um, throughout this healing journey, I was blown away by what I discovered about the human mind and how we store trauma in our body, what happens to our nervous systems you know our memories get imprinted in them like physically in our physical cells and those memories can cause like stagnant energy in your body that needs to be released and if it's not released it it can cause it can break down your immune system and it can cause diseases and cause all all sorts of problems in your body and you know fast forward another 6 months down the track and i i had this just really really intense spiritual awakening and it just came along with this knowing like this spark like anya this is this is your new path like this is it this is i had never it was so crystal clear and it was just a feeling that i had in my body like with every every cell in my body was like this is it this is what you need to do and um actually the most um, the most amazing part of this whole thing was that when i was pregnant with my girls so three years prior to this moment i went and saw a psychic that my friend was like, you need to go and see the psychic. And I was very skeptical. I was like, this was before my spiritual awakening. I was like, well, okay, she, this was a gift from her. So I went along and the psychic immediately, now I was pregnant, I was not showing yet. She said, are you pregnant? And she's like, I have a very strong feeling. Now, don't tell me, but I believe, are you having twins? And immediately I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, okay. Um, She was so crazy uh, accurate with everything that she said. And at the end of that session, she said, have you ever considered teaching because I see that you're going to become a teacher and I kind of laughed and went oh my gosh like okay she's obviously not as good as (laughs) as good as I thought because I would never be a teacher and here we are you know when all of this happened I looked back and I was just like she knew she could see that you know it gave me shivers just thinking back that you know like actually she she knew um, this was always the path that was what that was laid out before me. I just couldn't see it back then. Um, so anyway, that's just a really long <laughs> sorry, long version of how I got here um and let me tell you, like I've never felt more like made for something like born to do something than this. you know, I feel so passionate about this work and so like really, energetically connected to it you know um and I'm and I know that you you know that feeling because I know that you very likely feel the same way doing this this work it's like very intense and it's especially most of us light workers are empaths so we you know we feel things like very intensely and I think that's our superpower in a way too
0: yeah absolutely oh my gosh thank you so much for sharing with us Anya there's so many points that I like want to pick out here and like dive in deeper and um, yeah, it's really interesting that you say about our sensitivity and our energy and being empathic that can actually be our superpower, but society doesn't make it be like that, you know, like we're not taught how to fully feel or to understand our emotions and that can be really uncomfortable and we start thinking that there's something wrong with us. There's something wrong with us when we go into a room and we feel like the energy is off or there's something wrong with us if we if we feel overly sensitive or like we just want to cry like we then shame ourselves and that is just like societal conditioning really controlling us right like it's 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 crazy it's crazy um but yeah thank you for for giving us that kind of like journey and where you've been and how like you've actually got to where you are because it's so clear that you're so in alignment with your soul's purpose, on you. Like, I'll obviously put all of your information on the show notes so the boots can, can come over and follow you on Instagram, but the way like you show up with your magic over on Instagram and like even on the podcast, like watching you share your journey and like, it's almost like there's pockets of you, like you're in a little girl and like remembering like, shit, yeah, I've been through a lot and like now I'm here. And it's like that remembering of being like, I'm, I've done amazing like I'm doing amazing and it's so beautiful to witness and see you're glowing from the inside out and it's incredible. And I know you'll you'll echo this, but I truly believe that every single person in this world deserves this feeling that we've got this feeling of stepping into alignment, because I feel like when we're living a life in alignment. Things flow a lot easier right like it just feels easier to, I mean, business is not easy. Um, Let me delete that. Business is a whole challenge and a whole roller coaster in itself. But when there's that kind of inner whisper, that kind of knowing that you've almost been given this mission on earth and it's so important that we live it out, like then it kind of, even the beliefs that come up to try and hold you back, we don't let them hold us back really. For too long we kind of can't um and i believe like everyone should get to this point it's 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 really powerful um of course beliefs still come up limiting beliefs to try and hold me back i don't know whether same for you on you but absolutely in fact we've just had a conversation about this before we started recording like beliefs just kind of try and creep in and be like no but just having that soul mission is so so powerful and so beautiful um, yeah, and I believe that everyone should should experience it for sure. Um, I'd love to touch on Anya, when you were sharing there um, about the busyness and the workaholicness. I really relate to this so much. In fact, there's so many different little parts of our story, like you know the sudden breakup, the, the sudden dissolving of a of a long term breakup also the big career change you know as you know my background is in teaching and i was a secondary school teacher and that that was really scary for me to come to the realization that i didn't want to be in the secondary school teaching anymore it's funny because i'm definitely still a teacher and i love that that psychic picked up on that for you that you'd become a teacher because when we whenever someone says teacher societal norm again makes us think that teaching means in a school yet there's mm. so many different types of teaching i also feel like that psychic definitely could see your higher self away from the trauma, away from the limiting beliefs, away from the things that were keeping you like feeling, you know, stuck in the creative job. It was like the psychic saw right to your higher self, your higher soul and was like, this is your soul's path, which is mm-hmm. a magical um, gift that psychics have. But um, I really relate to this workaholic, this like constantly being in the masculine, um, Because I've been there and still find myself dropping into that. Um, So, how has that helped you, like becoming more aware of how you slip into maybe patterns or behaviors um, like the busyness? How has that helped you to become the woman that you are today or to like function and, and show up and like build your business? today because obviously being in business is still really busy and and we can slip into that real masculine role quite easily so what 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 has having that awareness done and how has it how has it transformed your life for you
1: oh man yeah i love this question because like this has been the thing that i've had to learn to change the most and it it really has changed my life the most learning how to stop being in that wounded masculine of feeling like i need to be doing 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 all the time and there was actually like a lot of my self-worth was tied to the doing where i felt like if i wasn't being productive i suddenly was no longer valuable and that's really dangerous especially i i know that there's so many women today who feel the same way because society conditions us to feel like we are not worthy or not valuable unless we're being productive, unless we're doing, doing, doing. Um, And, you know, like we have to change our relationship with the idea of what rest means and also what it means to embody your feminine energy. And, you know, that's basically the... I I work through this with so many of my clients, being able to embody the feminine. And, you know, that is hard for for everybody, not just men. It's hard for women as well. Um, But the feminine energy is that beautiful energy of receiving, right? It's the energy of, it's not the energy of sitting back and doing nothing. It's the energy of conscious surrender. Like consciously surrendering to what is, without judgment, being okay with resting and knowing that resting is productive, right? Rest is you leading yourself. Rest is as is as important as your to-do list. And rest is doing things for you that your to-do list never will. And that's something that, like, I want all of your listeners to understand that... We need to normalize resting and playing and embodying that inner child without feeling guilty about it, without feeling the shame around it. You know, there's there's and just being able to to be fully present in play, fully present in joy, fully pre- present in pleasure, whatever that means to you. And it can be like we can embody pleasure. We don't need to have like some elaborate event or thing happen to us to to find joy and pleasure. We can find joy and pleasure and play and that inner child and wonder in everyday moments. Like we can create these things in our lives. We don't have to, you know, just settle for all of the insignificant things being insignificant. Like we can have fun while we're cleaning the house. We can create magic in moments that are completely Insignificant, right? Um, and really, that's that's at in, at the end of the day, our lives is just a series of insignificant moments mashed in with like some pretty significant moments. But more often than not, our lives are you know it's just our everyday daily lives, and it's what we choose to do with all of those moments when nobody's looking. You know, what are we doing when nobody's looking?
0: oh my gosh amen and that is such a massive part of manifestation right it's like it's what we truly embody when no one's looking i think people can get fall fall into the trap of almost living out this this oh this is like my morning routine you know over on instagram instagram's such a highlight reel as we know and it's like yeah great if you're showing up online and you're you're sharing these messages or you're sharing your morning routines, you're sharing your practices, you're doing the things that you, you, wanna, you wanna wanna, share, but what are you doing when no one's watching? What are you doing behind closed doors? Because it's that person in that very moment who is gonna attract the things that you truly desire. If you're going on your stories, your Instagram, or you're sharing this message that you're out there, like doing all of these amazing things, yet then when it gets to behind the scenes, you just sat scrolling on your Instagram, like for the majority of your life, like you're not truly embodying those practices and that higher self, that version of you who actually allows and receives. I love this point of receiving, like you're you're open to receiving the magic and the miracles which are there for you every single day. That's so beautiful. This point of receiving as well, we're really not taught to receive, you know, like, especially as women, how easy is it to bat off a compliment when someone goes, oh my God, you look amazing today. And it's like, oh my God, no. Like it's so awkward yeah. it, to receive a compliment. It's like so hard for us to just just be like, yeah, re- receive a compliment. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's cr- And that is, again, part of manifestation. It's like, how can we allow and surrender to the trust of the universe, God, higher power, source, spirit, insert whatever name, label person relates most to you how can we fully trust and surrender that the higher power is going to be there to support and guide us on our journey without having to control in order for us to do that we have to be open to receive the miracles the opportunities the magic that come our our way otherwise if we're constantly doing 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 we've not created the space for that to to happen um i also love like so anya it's so clear that we can we can change, right? Because it's like, I think it's so easy and I'm guilty of it. And I know like from like chatting with girlfriends and like, you know, it's like, it's we kind of can accept that, oh, that's just me. That's just me. I can't change. Like, you know, or um, I, I really had to sit with this, this inner feeling of being a failure for leaving teaching and going and chasing A business that isn't normal it's not necessarily classed as secure it's not classed as yeah society's norm like the 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 job where you go to university and like so I really had to sit with this feeling of being a failure or unsuccessful and also feeling like I have to do more 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 in order to feel yeah validated and accepted and worthy and loved even by my my parents and like that's not on, on on them it's like something that i've had to sit with and beliefs i've had to move through myself you know like um of how i feel like i've got to be successful in a certain type of way in order to get their love or attention or like in order to be loved and worthy and um it's, it can be easy to, to fall into that trap of, oh, well, I'm always going to be a workaholic or I'm always just going to be busy or, or I'm always just going to over, over try or be an overachiever and not slow down and not rest. But like it's proof that we can change that. Like, so where would you suggest, where does this start? You know, if someone's recognizing some of these patterns, some of the buttes listening in are recognizing some of these patterns that they may be falling into, almost like self-sabotaging patterns, where would you say to start or what is some of the work that you do with your clients to support them in this process?
1: Yeah, great question. Like, I mean, the very first place is becoming aware of your thoughts. So it, it, everything begins with your thoughts, your thoughts create your emotions, your emotions create your behavior and your behavior creates your results. And so everything begins with your thoughts. So where I begin with every client is, and, and your listeners can do this as well, is become aware of what the hell you're thinking about. Because, and this is going to really like blow your mind, but 95% of the thoughts that we think are the same thoughts that we thought yesterday. We just recycle them and recycle them and recycle them over and over. And we can interrupt this. So this is what in NLP is called a pattern interrupt, is when we become aware of a cycle that's just rolling over and over again, like the thoughts that we habitually just think about without even really like, being aware of it, right? That's that's the problem. Most of us are not aware of this, that about, you know, that we're not aware of our inner dialogue, like what's actually going on in there, you know? So that's the first step. Become aware, like listen to what you're saying to yourself. Listen to how you're speaking to yourself. And when you notice that you're that you're being negative or that you're telling yourself things that are like not true, you know, when that inner critic steps in like with with her like mean girl, like words and, and stories, you need to step in, you need to catch that shit and you need to cancel it, like say stop in your mind or out loud or say no or new thoughts. And then you correct it with a thought that's or three, I usually say three thoughts that, that are empowering, right? That's the very first step is like just to catch those thoughts, catch, cancel and correct them. This is going to start teaching your mind that it needs to begin thinking in different ways because it's going to be like, oh, you're okay, you're something's happening here, something you're interrupting this, like this process, it's changing, right? And as and the longer you do this, the more consistent you get with catching all of these thoughts and correcting them. Eventually, your subconscious mind is going to accept the new way of being, it just needs you. To repeat it enough times. It needs you to stay consistent because it needs you to confirm how valid this new way is. Like, oh, is this just a phase? It's going to be like, oh, is this just a phase? Or do I get to make this a new habit? Right? Because your subconscious mind, it wants to make things a habit because it needs to conserve energy. So it's listening. It's listening to you. And it's like, has she repeated this enough times for me to make this into a habit? So that's where you begin that is a huge part of the process and if you can nail that like you're going to be well on your way to having a completely different thought system that's going to trickle down into the way you feel and the way you behave and the results that you start seeing in your life you're going to change that just by changing your inner dialogue and your thoughts
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. That's so powerful. That is so, so powerful. And it's like that reminder of yeah, but it takes time and it takes patience and it takes commitment. You know, it's not an overnight thing. Like, you know, I'm 28 now. And so I've got 28 years of habits and beliefs and thought patterns that are shooting around in my brain, that it's going to take time to dissolve some of those thought patterns and some of those beliefs. So absolutely. And, there's going to be times where we slip back into those old habits as well. So like it's like if you notice that you slip into a habit of just going on your phone every night, and then just procrastinating. Maybe it is that you want to start a business. Maybe it is that you want to start a new adventure, a new, a new something, a new little side hobby, but you just find yourself trapped in this scroll hole every night on your Instagram, bringing that awareness to that bad habit. I don't want to call it bad, but like a, not a fulfilling habit for, for you, like having that awareness and then almost like stopping that automatic programming in its tracks. It's, it's like, It's like being like, oh, wait up, hello. I'm falling back into my old program here. I'm falling back into my own habits. It's almost like putting a pause on it, shining the awareness and then shifting it. And that takes, it takes a lot, doesn't it? It's like, it's not necessarily easy, but on the other side of that, you then start dissolving that habit and it gets easier and easier and easier before it starts to drop away. Hey buts! I hope you're enjoying today's potty episode. I'm just jumping in really quickly as I wanted to share with you something so special and so magical, something that I have poured my absolute heart and soul into, sneakily creating for you over the past few months. Oh my gosh, this is a program to help you on your growth journey, to support you in becoming the most confident abundant courageous next level version of you the version of you that you came here to be so that you can start to shift your current reality and finally start going after your dreams calling in all the magic that you bloody well deserve in your life girl welcome to doubted to dreamer the most intimate deep dive program that i have ever led four months one-to-one coaching with me transform your life. Best believe it is going to be powerful. Basically besties for four months. Have me as your cheerleader, your hype girl, be in my energy. I'll be there to support you and guide you and hold you on this growth journey. So if you are a woman who knows that you are here for a reason, you hear the whispers of your soul telling you that you are here for more here to make an impact in the world. Your intuition trying to guide you to live the extraordinary life that you came here to live. But you constantly doubt yourself and your abilities. You constantly hold yourself back and question whether the life of your dreams is really possible for you. I see you girl, and I've got you. It is time to shift that self-doubt into self-belief. It's time to transform your inner world and watch your outer reality follow. Spots for Doubt to Dreamer are super limited to ensure that I give you the absolute best energy and total focus on you and your growth journey over these past four months. So, for that reason, at the actual time of this recording, there's only one spot left. So, if you can relate to anything that I shared here today, if you feel like this is speaking to you, follow that inner knowing girl. It's trying to guide you to this next level version of you, away from the fear. limiting beliefs and the bullshit stories holding you back away from the conditioning that is keeping you playing small and staying safe it is time to play big girl it is your time all you have to do is take the leap and I am here to catch you head to the show notes to find out more and lock in a free dreamer call have all of your questions on this call answered all of your curiosities covered so that you're not looking back thinking what if you're not looking back thinking if in four months time imagine if i'd have just gone for it imagine if i'd have asked the question or simple just re- simply just reach out to me over on instagram drop me the word dreamer and let's have a chat you are absolutely hearing this message today for a reason i'm so excited to hear from you girl I'm so excited for yeah. you. Okay, let's jump in to the rest of today's episode. I'm just thinking of some other examples, maybe like of a of, a, of an evening after a really stressful professional day, you might find yourself just reaching and drinking like three bottles of wine, and like there's no no shame in that, no kind of no no kind of um, negativity towards that, but it's just is that filling you up is that filling your cup up like why what are you using it for or why are you using it like same with being so so busy all of the time are you distracting yourself by overworking overdoing constantly like cleaning the house or doing too much work or working till late to distract yourself from truly feeling how you actually are it's like we feel we feel emptiness through doing don't we almost like if there's a, if there's an emptiness within us we kind of like just try to fill it in with other things
1: yeah I mean and busyness can also be a symptom of procrastination right if we right, if, right the busyness is also procrastination yeah. so there's there's lots of different reasons why people are busy and you know being busy is not the same as being productive it's just yeah. not busy is just you like having not prioritizing your tasks. And and this, I was the queen of doing this. So I totally understand. I was so busy because I did not prioritize between tasks that were going to move the needle in my life and actually empower me and serve me from, I didn't separate those tasks from like, emptying the dishwasher and like you know all of the things went on the same list and had the same level of importance now how how well do you think that went for me (laughs) you know of course i was burnt out of course i felt the world like the the weight of the world on my shoulders like i never had time for anything i didn't prioritize self-care you know, I didn't prioritize spending time with my family. Like these are crimes in my world now. These are these are crimes to yourself. You know, if you are not prioritizing time with loved ones and time to, to serve yourself, to fill your own cup, then you need to rethink what you're spending your time on because those are the two most important things that you need to be spending your time on and that need to be prioritized. Wow. Full,
0: full stop, right? Yeah amen amen and like like our our health is so important and self-care improves our health our vibration like you say we're literally filling our cup up cup up and if we're overflowing then we're not serving from an empty cup we're we're not feeling burnt out I do feel like this self-care piece as well there's a belief that we have to almost be we move through the piece of not not being guilty for slowing down and switching off Um, I know that's something that I've personally had to move through actually like being away from my phone being away from a laptop being away from my to-do list like recognizing what are the self-care uh, like um things that I feel really good doing like having a massage and knowing that I'm worthy of having a massage um, going on a walk in nature and just completely switching off and like detaching from that guilty feeling of oh well I should be doing this on my to-do list and detaching that is that also a belief that we we can um shift subconsciously as well can that be things that are in our subconscious mind? Yeah, absolutely like and any of these beliefs any of these beliefs can
1: be shifted yes. Yeah. You know, with consistency oh, and gosh, absolutely like you, you are not bound to any of those beliefs that you have and you are never bound to any aspect of your personality that you think is like locked in for life. Like that's just complete BS. I'll tell you that now, if any of your listeners are like, oh, you know, I have, I just, I have an awful memory or I have whatever I, oh, that's just the way I am. That's not just the way you are that's what you think is the way you are, but it's not, you know, like our brains are so, you know, we've we've been shown through neuro neuroplasticity that brains are are like moldable. And, and no matter how old we are, we can, we can remold our brains. We can create new neuro pathways. This is all scientifically proven, like, it's science you know there's there's it's it's a proven fact that we can all we can all do this any of us can do this and it's not complicated and it just takes a commitment like you have to make the choice you know I I kind of liken this to um a bodybuilder like if you don't you don't you if you go out and you have an amazing workout and you really like worked hard that day you're going to come home and look in the mirror and look exactly the same you're yeah. going to go and have a workout the next day and you're going to look exactly the same. You're gonna, you're not gonna see any results. And it's the same with mindset work. You're not gonna get the um the gratification of seeing your own growth until way down the track, until you've been doing it over and over again every single day for like a month or maybe two, right? And so you have to be okay with not you know, having like tangible results that you can like grasp and be like, oh yeah, it's working. You're going to be like, you're going to have no idea if it's working or not. You just have to fucking trust. You have to trust that this works and keep going. Just keep going because it does work. Um, Trust the process the length of time is different for every single person, you know? So that's why I, I'm always like very hesitant to say, oh, it takes 66 days to change a habit. Like some people, it takes 30, some people it takes 90. Like, you know, we can't really put a time frame on it because that also throws people off, you know, like then they're going to like get to 30 and like, kind of be like, oh, okay, now I can like, I'm now I'm off the hook kind of thing, you know? No, we have to just make that choice and commit ourselves fully to the process, and that's where you're going to end up seeing results. you know, outstanding results, like amazing results. if you just put in the time and the effort every single day, kind of you know it's it's
0: kind of kind of taking a leap of faith, yeah, you know right like you don't necessarily know the destination or the outcome yet but just know it's going to be fucking amazing if you be patient I think that's something like as a collective we struggle with patience especially because of the online space we don't see someone's you 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 see someone online and instantly you might fall into this comparison comparisonitis I like to call it you have not seen their however like 10 years journey before that destination that you you, you're watching them um live out in that moment you know you've not seen their journey you're just seeing that very moment and it's like so easy to want the results tomorrow and again it goes back to this point of how deeply rooted are the beliefs that you're holding on to like 28 years of beliefs conditioning all of the things that I'm working on dissolving of course it's going to take time Like, of course it's gonna we're gonna have to be patient and also i was thinking as you were sharing there of like oh that's just me no actually that's not just you that's the conditioning that you've had so like from your parents from your upbringing from your childhood from your caregivers from your teachers from society it's like no if you want to just sit And accept that that's just you that's almost like we're playing victim to that role it's like oh well i'm just gonna i'm just the the easy way out is just to is just to say that and just to blame that that, that's just me when actually no no no. All of that conditioning all of that those beliefs that you've picked up on, as a result of whatever you've moved through in life. That isn't just you. You can you can change all of that. You can absolutely change all of that. And I feel like this leads so beautifully onto, I know you've mentioned a few times in this party episode about inner child. What Ooh. what does inner child work mean to you, Anya? Or like, um, could you give us some examples of, of how people can tap into inner child work to, to support them and help them on this journey?
1: Yeah, essentially to me, inner child work is you know, every single one of us has a scared little little girl or a scared little boy inside of us uh, that has some wounds from our childhood. And, you know, like so many of us have experienced trauma in our childhood. And I'm not, you know, I'm not just talking about big T trauma, it can be small T trauma that can really like seriously be anything. Anything at all that affected us in a substantial way can be, you know, if, if it affected us in a, in a negative way and, and, and left an imprint on our nervous system, that is trauma. And that can just simply be your father or mother not being emotionally available or just always working and not there for you or like a multitude of different things. And, you know, that that little girl or little boy will kind of continue to affect us in adulthood unless we take their hand and like reintegrate them into our bodies and tell them that we're safe. And that's basically the main gist of it is taking that little girl and and revisiting her revisiting her having a talk to her um telling her giving her what she needs like talking to her and saying, what, what do you need? How can I nurture you? You know, it's, it's, there's, there's a lot of pain involved in this. Like, I mean, there was the, the I've cried the m- more tears than I've ever cried doing in a child work. And it was, it was all necessary and it was beautiful. And it was a release that needed to happen. And eventually you'll get to a point where you and the inner child become one And you no longer have a scared little human being inside of you. You have integrated all of your suffering and pain from when you were little into your system. And you now understand that you're safe. Your nervous system understands that it doesn't need to be on high alert anymore. So there's a real, like there's a visceral uh, kind of part to it as well. It's It's not just emotional, although a lot of it is. There's also yeah, a real like physiological part of it where your your nervous system needs to be integrated and you need to have this like visceral feeling of safety as well as an emotional and a mental feeling of safety. Um, so that's in a nutshell what it is. And most of that is just done through um, getting yourself into theta state brainwave, So really relaxing the mind so that you're you're, speak, you're accessing the subconscious mind. So through meditation or hypnosis and, you know, all of this really needs to be done alone. It's time that you spend with yourself. Um, and it's, to me, it's a beautiful process. It really is a beautiful process when you and your inner child can become one again.
0: Oh my gosh, the way you've just explained that is so, so potent, so clear, and that really hit that image of just a scared little, little Abby, a scared little inner girl just wanting to be hugged and seen and heard and held and yeah, and it really comes back to this embodiment piece again that we were talking about earlier There, you've said it, it it takes time. It takes you sitting with yourself. And sometimes that can be the scariest thing, can't it? You know, if you do fall, find yourself falling into patterns of being busy or being a workaholic or keeping yourself distracted, whatever ever that looks like for you, maybe it's constantly going out. Maybe it's constantly being on your phone. Just all of those things. Just sitting with yourself can be the scariest thing, but actually that's what can bring the, the biggest breakthroughs because it, it, it then allows you to, become almost the observer not only of your thoughts but of the feelings and how your body's feeling like the sensation in your body when you're thinking of that that in a little girl who's just scared um and I always share this with my clients I'm like would you say that like just hold that image of of you as a little girl would you say that to her would you say that to a little girl if you if you met them on the on the street or you you, you just wouldn't would you that thought that that nasty comment that you just said about yourself there if you wouldn't say it to a little girl then why why do we say it to ourselves like it's it, it's crazy it's crazy i also really love like looking at old pictures of of you know like childhood pictures i actually haven't done that in some time now because i've not actually i've got some pictures that are saved on my phone which i love looking back to but when i go back to england I can't wait to just get all like the old photos out again and like have a look. Cause I feel like that just jogs memories. And I think that just, it, it creates a really beautiful connection with your little own little girl almost. Yeah. That's
1: it, uh, a trip down memory lane is always so heartwarming, isn't it? I mean, it, you know, it depends, it depends on the childhood that you had for some people that is like really, really difficult for some, that is like a really uh, therapeutic and healing thing to do. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, it, 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 it all depends on, you know, your, your relationship with your inner child. And everybody has a different story and everybody has different levels of, of trauma and different stories. But one thing is for sure, none of us came out of our childhood without wounds yeah none of us get to escape that and no matter if you know even if you think you had a perfect childhood there are always things that are buried that you may not be aware of that are still affecting you today um so you know inner child work is beneficial for everybody yeah. for everybody and anybody even even if you if you if you believe that there was no tra- trauma and everything was great it's still a beautiful meditation to to just like contact your inner child and like have that and feel that connection and that warmth. And like, I think you were saying like, like making that inner child feel held and loved and seen and heard. Like that is such a beautiful feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, it, You know, if, if you have never, if you're listening and you've never done an, any sort of inner child work, I highly recommend it. And you know, uh, if you have, suffered some trauma then you know make sure you start off doing you know very kind of light work to see how you react and obviously if you've suffered big t trauma i would see a therapist before you dive into inner child work, uh, work first so just be aware of that um but for for everybody else it's a beautiful thing to do it's a it's a wonderful thing and Um, you're very likely going to shed some tears which is beautiful because it's it's you're shifting old stagnant energy that needs to be released it's uh, a it's so beneficial
0: yeah you know yeah for sure for sure and I love how you've made that point on you because it can you know if you if your main memories of childhood are um, like you have like quite positive ones maybe maybe you have got some memories from like different parts of your life maybe you were bullied or maybe you can you have a certain memory of parents arguing or there can be little pockets that you've therefore created wounds from but i feel like sometimes it can it can almost be harder to think that we've created wounds when we look back at our childhood and the predominant thoughts are positive it's like oh yeah well i'm fine I'm fine. Like, there's nothing for me to heal from. So I love that you've really made that clear point of, yes, we've all got healing to do. Like wounds of how do we crave or think that we have to show up or behave in order to get love from other people? You know, we, we, we've learned that as a behavior. I remember, I don't know whether it was a book or a podcast that I I was reading and, um, someone was sharing a, a, you know, when you were a little kid and you used to ask for like a sweet at the sweetie shop or like a toy and parents would be like, no. And then like, just as just in that very moment, we as little ones create a story as a result of like, a, or no, you've not been good enough today. So then we've therefore created a story attached to that of, oh, well, I need to, show up in a certain way in order to receive things or you know we have all of these stories and these beliefs attached to to those those experiences like all experiences in life or so many different wounds that we can heal from um oh my gosh there's so much goodness in here there's so much magic I knew it was going to be insane our last potty episode was amazing as well like your wisdom your energy it's just incredible incredible I can't wait to get this episode out Um, I'd love to kind of like finish up on any go-to practices that you personally may use in in your in your day and like um through your life like is there anything in particular that you really tap into each day or when you feel like you are triggered or when you're feeling like a little bit low what are your kind of go-to practices that really fill you up or support you whenever you are in a spot where you feel like you need to be supported?
1: Yeah, well, in my life, uh, definitely meditation plays a giant, giant role in that. And, you know, there's so many different reasons why meditation has been so, like, astronomically life-changing for me. It began with healing my inner child, then it then it uh, i used it to reprogram my subconscious then i used it to tap into creativity and flow um then i use it I, i use it if i feel triggered or if i need to make a decision like to tap into my inner wisdom there are so many different intentions that you can use meditation for um, and the main secret to to that is the fact that when you're meditating your brain waves they they change into a state of kind of hypnosis and if you can tap into that brainwave state you you have an open portal to your subconscious mind and you know that is like a you know it's a miracle it's a miracle being able to get your brain into that state where you can speak directly to your subconscious you can use it to access your inner child you can use it to access your limiting beliefs and like reprogramming those you can use it to access to basically uh, calm yourself after an argument and really you know uh, tap into your intuition your wisdom Anyway, I could go on and on, Abby, um, but that—that that is the one thing that I would recommend, you know, meditation. If you've never meditated before or you think you don't have time, I totally hear you because that was me my entire life. Um, I will say, though, that, you know, give it, don't give up after the first time because, Everybody that tries it the first time is like, you know, what I hear so much from clients is like, oh, well, I can't just like I I can't just sit there and do nothing like that is just not for me. Well, that's not what meditation is. Um, And there's so many different ways that you can meditate, you know, you can visualize, you can say mantras, you can use mala beads. Um, there's so many, there's a way to meditate that serves every single person, everybody. And if you're somebody who doesn't have time, then I'm speaking directly to you. You need to meditate even more. Amen. (laughs) So, you know, definitely everybody needs meditation in their lives because like our brains need a break. We need, we need, we can't, they can't be switched on and active all the time. They need a break. They need to be able to recharge and, you know, and put things in order and create memories and really be able to like speak to you. Meditation is a way for your body to speak to you and to share with you. If you never stop to listen, What your body is telling you. If you never stop to tune in, you're really going to miss out on things that your soul and your intuition is trying to communicate with you. Um, Even if you sit there, you know, uh, one of my teachers actually uh, she uh, meditates by simply sitting down for ten minutes every morning and just listening. She asks for her downloads, so she asks, she calls it her messages, so she checks her messages. And she just sits there and listens to her body and just is receptive to anything that kind of is is being called in. So I thought that was a a really interesting way to meditate. So again, like there's so many different ways that you can do it and there really isn't a right or wrong way. It's whatever works for you. And it's so healing and so cleansing. Um, So that's my number one tip by far is meditation. Give it a go. You'll yeah, thank me later.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh my gosh. And I second this. Um, I started meditating during 2020. That's when I really went, you know, I was like, no, I'm gonna give this a real, real go. Um so that was like during pandemic. And again, just with just as we've been talking about habits and introducing new habits, it takes time, it takes consistency, and it almost takes holding yourself accountable. Um So I, I, oh my gosh, meditation, I've been, so I started 2020, I really was like, no, I'm going to go all in on this. And then 2021, that was when I introduced it as a habit every single morning. And now I'm at a point where I automatically, so I, I, I set myself up for success almost. So it's like, I put my earphones at the side of my bed before, before I go to bed and My phone, I don't sleep with my phone at the side of my bed, I sleep at the other side of the room. So automatically now I wake up, I walk, I get my phone, I put my earphones in, and it is the first thing that I do. Now again, if something in my routine, so say if I have to get up earlier, for instance, I notice that the the that that little habit can shift. So and it's about being like gentle and kind to ourselves and just knowing that we're human and things don't always go out as, as planned. So yeah, I really second that point of being, being patient and being consistent and holding yourself accountable and just know that it's a practice to create a habit. It can take time. Um, and it's so fucking powerful when you do. I actually notice. I don't know what you're saying, but if 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 for example say I need to get up earlier because I've got a call and I miss out on my meditation I notice that the rest of my day flows so differently like I feel a little bit more on edge like things just seem to yeah my day just just is so different when I don't meditate in the morning yeah you know because
1: yeah. yeah oh my gosh I noticed such a huge change because like you haven't taken the time to calibrate to that, that feeling of groundedness, that inner peace, that love. And most of us wake up with a level of like anxiety or stress. And we go straight back into the first thought that we have in the morning is it takes off from the last thought that we had the night before. Wow. Wow. you know, it's also the way that you go to bed matters. You know, have you ever heard people say never go to bed angry? Because you can wake up the same way. So it really, I in my life, I make going to bed a ritual that's just as important as waking up, right? It's like both ends, both ends of the the, the whole process of sleeping are like really, really important. And um, you know, at night before I go to sleep, I always ask myself a question because. Your brain is a problem-solving machine and it will, while you're sleeping, if, if it hasn't found the solution to your question, it's going to, it's going to process and stew on that question in your sleep. And very often you'll wake up or you'll get the answer in your dreams. So that's another tip, I guess. Another tip is never go to sleep without asking a question before you go to sleep, because who knows what you're going to come up with, right? Your your subconscious mind is like your loyal servant. It's going to do the work for you.
0: Wow. I love that so much. Anya, I'm going to like write myself a set of questions and leave them at the side of my bedside table and just each night just be like, oh, yeah, have a look at them. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I've never heard of that before. I love that so much. I'm going to start introducing that. And again, there's like the reason there's so many little things that we can introduce and it really comes down to just, just knowing that and holding ourselves accountable and introduce them as into a new habit um and I love now recognizing like when I am a bit off centered because I haven't meditated in the morning I'll be like right okay I'll I'll fit it in a different part of my day but even a year ago I wouldn't have recognized that so again just like little moments of growth can be be really really powerful um Yeah. Oh, my gosh, I'm excited to ask myself a question before bed every night. That's so powerful. And I'm just like, I've got this image of my brain being like, zoop, 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 like find the answer, like dream about the answer. Dreams are are so powerful, aren't they? Like there's so much power in our dreams.
1: There's, I mean, there is so many good things that have been created in this world that have come from dreams. Now, like I saw a post the other day or I saw an article or something where it went through, it was so cool. I wish I could remember, but it went through all of the, all of these amazing inventions in the world, in our history that were a result of someone's dream,
0: you know? Yeah.
1: Wow. And wow. Wow. I know it's a uh, super, super cool. So yeah, ask a question and like in be with intention, ask that question with real power and intention behind it. And then just, then just
0: like, let it, let it be. Wow. Put it out there and go to sleep. So you don't answer the question before bed. You just ask the question and then go to sleep. Or sometimes do you answer the question or like. No, I just, no absolutely not. I, I only ask questions to which I don't know the
1: answer, right? Something that I want guidance with. Yeah. Um, And I'll just focus on that just before I go to bed. Sometimes just in my thoughts, I'm just focusing on that question. And then I just, I just kind of like give it to the universe, give it to my mind to ponder on, you know?
0: So powerful. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for sharing that. I love that. I'm definitely going to implement that into my, into my bedtime routine. I am definitely as well. That is something mornings are like so sacred to me. And I love that like I have all my rituals and tap into those, but I am, I am a bit naughty with my nighttime routines. That's something I definitely need to in, improve on. I can, I can, um, just not prioritize my evening slow down quite as much. You know, sometimes I end up having calls till later on in the evening, or I can find that I'm on my screen a bit, a bit longer than I would desire to. So, um, I love that we've had that chat today because it's like that reminder of yeah the your evening routines or rituals are just as important as your morning um because it it sets you up for an amazing sleep and it almost pretty much with what you were saying is it sets you up for the next day as well it it complements your morning
1: routine right that's, that's that. what it does so just even if you if you've never you've never had a nighttime routine just begin with like doing one or two things before bed even if it's just the asking the question or turning off your phone an hour before um just little things start with you know do do one thing or two things at a time and then just build on that yeah and like I I promise you you'll see such a, a beautiful difference when you go to sleep being in in a in a nice state of like calm and and presence and intention you're going to wake up in such a better state than you would
0: have otherwise if you didn't do the nighttime routine yeah I love that and a better sleep probably a deeper sleep because it's like mm, not, you know a yeah. banging around your mind all things yeah yeah I absolutely oh, this has been absolute magic, girl. Oh, what you're doing, the work that you're doing, the like the journey that you've been on. like. And I also just really want to reflect back how fucking incredible that you've got two little ones whose mum is doing the fucking work, like doing the hard stuff. You know, it's not easy. It's not challenging. And to be doing it when you've got little ones as well, like kudos to you, girl. Like that is so incredibly powerful. And you are literally, you're changing their future. You know, like the way they'll be showing up and their beliefs, and that shit is 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 so it's so inspiring. So just wanted to give you that little reflection. You're bloody amazing. I'm so grateful to have met you and connected with you. And like, oh, it's just amazing, amazing, amazing. Would you be willing to share the, with the buttes? Where can they find you? What offers have you got going on right now? Share your magic.
1: yeah it's really simple i don't um so you can find me on instagram anyawerner.xo it'll be in the notes for this episode and um at the moment i offer a 12-week one-on-one mentorship which is so transformative it's it's what i like to call it, it the program i built it To create a complete transformation, complete transformation, mind, body, and soul. It's really intensive. So, if you're feeling called towards that, it's all about claiming your power. So, taking back control of your life when you feel like uh, you don't have a choice, when you feel like you are powerless. Let me tell you, I can help with that. So that's my one-on-one program. And then I do a single session as well. Single sessions. I do hypnotherapy um, in single sessions. And then um, if you uh, feel like you know, a 12 week program is too long. I also do a one-on-one intensive, a two hour intensive session with me where I give you, you know, all the juice, all the secrets, all the stuff, all the help, the blueprint to how you can move forward. Um,
0: And then some, so, so there's a few options there for you yeah amazing thank you so much for sharing and i'll definitely put that all in the show notes and best believe working with anya would be absolutely like transformational so get over to her instagram her reels are absolute magic as well her content like if you just want more of this woman in your life we all need it get over to her instagram get signed up in her programs reach out to get more information yeah you are absolute gold girl thank you so much for giving the space and time to share your magic today and i appreciate you so much and so grateful for you thank you thank you thank you for being on
1: likewise <laughs>